a wrestling podcast once again with your boy Davy Lee. Davy Lips, I can't even talk. Maybe I'm asleep. And speaking of which, <laughs> hey Gio. Hello, Bianca Belair is born. <laughs> and my Discord is clearly quite comfortable. <laughs> On mute. <Yeah>. Losing. <laughs> oh dear. And of course, Damo, how are you, sir? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Yeah, you sound tired. I was not sleeping. I am I am exhausted. <laughs> Roll on not having to get up at 6 a.m. every day. Yeah, those, those days. You want them gone. See, but the problem yes. is you go to bed at 2.30. I've been really good, actually. Like, I've been going to bed at midnight. Oh. Okay. I've tr- Well, the problem is I've tried going earlier, and that's just like, my body's like, nah, this is fat. Get, grow up, Damien. Grow up. <laughs> So I just if I go earlier, I lay awake longer. So it's just counter- is, all all wrestling stuff that's on late at night's actually going really well. Even on Twitch, I mean, yeah. Like even stuff on Twitch is quite fun right now. Like wrestling everywhere right now. Gonna put it out there. I'm enjoying. Um, I can't lie. Someone's just followed me, which is a really weird thing. So you haven't streamed since May, but you know. Anyway, let's get on to the big talking point: Extreme Rules. What a banger! I have to say. Yep, okay. I was awake for this one. I can contribute. Gio, <laughs> <laughs> can you contribute? On how much of the extreme rules did you I, I can contribute up to the Bianca Belair match. <laughs> Wasn't that match too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, it was fucking... That match was fucking awful boring. I'm sorry. We'll get to that. It was, it was, it was funny. It was one of them pay-per-views, I'm going to say, that what was good was perfect. But the bad in it was real fucking bad. That's how I feel coming out of it. Um, like, but we'll I'm get taking to it. the role. I'm taking the role of Damo this week. Fuck Bianca Belair. Oh. Right, let's get into it. You think that I'm not on that? <laughs> uh, right, it started. Well, it wasn't a kickoff match, but it did start with Imperium versus Brawling Brute Brutes. Just perfect. I fucking loved it. Um, for, yeah, for, match of the what night. Aver- for what it was advertised as, it was perfect. Yeah, mm. it was what what we thought it was going to be is what we got. Six very talented boys. And, you know, the comments that Seamus has made about um, Holland and done afterward, I think that that's going to be a faction for a while. And I don't yeah. think it needs much tweaking. I think you just leave them three to do what they do. I would put them um, in a War Games match. I don't know if you've seen, but they're now, um, due to the overwhelming response that they've had as a team, uh, WWE has now moved them to the babyface section on the internal roster. Uh, um, yeah, I'd also like to point out, I did the air quotes, um, which none of you saw, so I'm just letting you know that I did those. <laughs> I might, I might, if, if the title of this is called Air Quotes, you know why. <laughs> yeah. Let's just put it in the title. Um, yeah. No, and I think quite right because I think Imperium are a very good heel group. Um, I don't even think them uh, losing hurt them at all. Um, no. I don't think it's changed anything in the way that I look at them. I think the right guy ate the pin. Nothing against. Yeah, I have a feeling this is leading to Seamus Walter at Mania, and then Seamus gets his Mania moment, wins the Intercontinental belt. And then he's won all of it, hasn't he? Then that's everything. It's the one belt he yeah. hasn't had. I feel like that's the payoff to And all that would this. be a really good way, because <coughs> I think between the six of them, you could probably keep this going without us getting too bored until then. 
I mean, Survivor Series yeah. obviously will make Gunther busy, but you know, because we know that he, yeah. Gunther and Dunn could put on a banger. I mean, if they need to. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, loved the match though. Um, perfect. Yeah. Um, then <laughs> we had the sort of Miz walking around all through. Then it was Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan, and I've spent all week enjoying Steve Blackman matches more than I did this. I I hated this. And you know what I think I hate more is that I actually think they were trying. <laughs> I think that was them at their best. And it was terrible. Which is terrifying. Yeah. You know, there was... Uh, so one thing, I, I, I think I've, I've said this before, they've got zero chemistry. Like, yeah, absolute Morgan zero. Just, Morgan just is a very unbelievable champion, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it was worse than Kofi being champion. You know, Kofi probably deserved it, and him feuding with Ziggler and, was it Owens, I think he dealt with during his run before Brock Lesnar tore him a new one, was probably yeah. his level, you know? Beating Owens is still a bit of a push, but this was, this was just, this was terrible. Like, it was clumsy, it was awkward. The thing is, so, Rousey I think was tried, but Rousey is not a full-time professional entertainer wrestler. You know, she's a fighter. Reason that matches with her and Charlotte and her and Becky have all looked good is because they can carry a match. That's why the Banks match in her. If you think Banks Ronda Rousey, that was a banger. Banks can carry her, you know? Like, the other side can carry it. Liv Morgan can't carry herself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When the, the whole chair in the corner part that fell out and they still tried to do the move and you're just like, just stop. Make it stop. It was, it was quite painful. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Whoever put that match together needs to have a long, hard look at themselves because they didn't He's... go to their strengths either. I... Here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to put all the blame on them. Like, you, there's only so much you can do as in terms of putting the match together. But when two people are so opposite, so unfluid, so just bad together, like, you could have given that to the best match producer, producer the world has ever seen, and it was still going to suck. Look, it went 11 minutes too long for me. To be fair, I quite like the end. Her smiling to pass out means maybe some character change, which I think Liv desperately needs. Yeah, we'll maybe, get into all that. Yeah, maybe maybe something that she can do might be good. Maybe a heel run or something just to keep practicing. I don't know. Like, I don't mind the end. And, you know, I, as I say, like, I think they were trying, which is, which is what, as you say, is quite frightening. So maybe their effort, I could give them props for, but it was terrible. Terrible. Um, then we cross and McIntyre. Now, I'm a bit confused at this because I've seen quite a lot of people bag on Cross for this match. I thought this was all right. I thought this was what I, thought, I was yeah. expecting. Like two big guys beating the crap out of each other. And I think they did yep. it quite well. I don't think Cross was particularly bad. Maybe a little bit of ring rust. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe. Yeah, he's not wrestled as he? he's just appeared. Yeah. Like was his warm up match to this was Drew Gulak, right? You know? Yeah. I'm just, um, you know, and Drew McIntyre has been hot, so he's in a very different position, ring awareness and match-wise. So, no, I think it was good, and I like the pepper spray idea. Um, it was just violence, yeah. Cross needed to go over, 
and that's what happened. So I don't know. For my issue, I've, I do have an issue with it. Was that I think he? I don't. I don't. I didn't like the end. I think the pepper spray was a good touch. But I think the end overall was a little bit weak, um, and that wasn't anything that I would have put to their fault. Um, I just think. I think that the thing is that you kind of need to keep McIntyre face. There is there was many ways they could have ended that match, you know, with Scarlett's yeah. involvement. So yeah, maybe they could have picked a different one, but there were so many ways you could have done it. I suppose that they made it was it, it was a pinfall, that. wasn't it? Yeah, she pepper sprayed. Yeah, him, and then he yeah, and then he club hammered him. But cross hammer. Why him. didn't he... that's it? The cross hammer. Yeah. Um, which is basically so bad. My my question. Elbow, no? Yeah, so my question is, with how they've built him and the fact that they've made him put McIntyre to sleep so many times, why did they not just have him choke the life out of McIntyre and have McIntyre go down? Not by getting pinned, not by tapping out, out. but by going out. Yeah. 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 That's my... That's my... But maybe it's because the live match finished like that, you know? How many times can you... Maybe. Yeah, I suppose. I I suppose. Maybe. But you're right. Like, a pepper sprayed and a choke out probably would have been... Would have looked a bit better, actually. Let's be honest. It's just a... Just a mere fucking elbow. And the thing is, is that you don't go into it thinking that Cross couldn't beat Drew. Like, people know Cross enough that he is more than capable of hanging with top guys, you know? And yeah. it's not unbelievable that Cross can beat the likes of Drew and Rollins and stuff. It, does, it wouldn't shock me that he beats them clean, you know? No. But he did need to go over, as, as I think I would agree, there's like, um, yeah. It, there was a different way you could go, but I think the end of Liv Ronda ruined that. It ruined yeah, I guess. Ruined my hopes of women's wrestling. Speaking of women's wrestling, Bianca Belair and Bailey was next. This one put and this is where sleep. I passed out. Um, <laughs> see, I, I'm I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. I wanted Bailey to win. I think Bailey needed the win. Yep. They did make Belair look like she was tough, but we've seen that before. We didn't need to be proved. I feel like it was trying to make Belair look like some overpowered monster, but that's what they've had to do for her since she's won the belt. You know. When it just feels end? like we just had the same rinse and repeat. Yeah. And I've said this a few times, I'm sick and tired of seeing the same rinse and repeat Bianca Belair match. Like, there's yeah. literally and zero to her. The thing is, it was a rinse and repeat ladder match. Like, it, for a ladder match, yeah. it was all right. Like, but we've seen all them spots. Okay, the KOD with her holding onto the ladder, Bailey took that like a champ. It was quite creative. But it's a ladder match. That's been rinsed and repeated to death. Like ladder match, thanks to Money in the Bank. I love Money in the Bank, but thanks to Money in the Bank, any other ladder match for me just now, pointless, you know? Just save the ladder matches for Money in the Bank, you know? You know what would have been a cool spot? Tie her fucking hair to the ladder. Do something different. Yeah, maybe. But again, it just felt like it was there to make Belair look like a monster. And just to give me all the same spots that yeah, Bianca she, has been given for three years. She doesn't need that anymore. I feel she's like being booked how they tried to ram Roman down our throat the first time. Yep. Just not 100% as intense. 100% agree with that but, statement. Yeah, it feels like... Oh, I, you know what? I'm going to say to the same to the same intensity. God. Yeah, it does feel I mean, like... I mean, granted, that's, I do despise her and I do think that she's just... Her character is just 
like dead in the water. Yeah, but... it's just like they're, they're, they're trying to convince me too much. I already know Belair is tough. I already know that she's strong. I don't need you to keep proving it. You know, Bailey wore her down in a match and boom, Belair comes back, blah, 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 blah. You know, throw that in with a rinse and repeat ladder match and you're just like, meh. Which is a shame because it was probably quite a good ladder match. You know, it's just all mm. around it, you know. But I do think the wrong person. Um, Finn Balor versus Edge. Uh, this, yeah, this worked for me. I was actually a bit worried, but I, I thought it was great. I'm really pleased. Exceeded my expectations. Uh, yeah. I totally enjoyed this match. I was yeah. not stupid at all. See, I went into it, as I've said, I wanted to see Edge versus Finn. It's been a dream match of mine since Edge come back. You know, Edge versus Seth, Edge versus Finn. You know, there's a list of people that you wish you had seen Edge fight. And yeah, this one went really well. Um, I don't think the Ray and Dominic stuff is as interesting to me anymore now that they've split. Like, I, th I thought I'd want more of them, but I actually want to see what Dominic can do on his own a bit, you know? Like, I don't rate him, but I think he needs to, like, separate, you know, completely. Well, that feeling that the training wheels are still on. Yeah, even though because Ray's still there. there. Take Ray away. Yeah. But there was talk he's being <laughs> traded to SmackDown. Uh, and that would separate him. But I think Dominic needs that. And I think Ray needs that. Um, but no, it was really good. And Beth back. I need to see Beth versus Rhea. Make it happen. Well, okay. Beth said, you wanted a dream match. Well, I'm about to make your dreams come true, bitch, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, and when they were standing face off, the crowd were going nuts. But, yeah. Like, I think of all the people that Rhea could face, like, past, Beth, like Beth I missed said, out I on all still... these kind of matches in her run just because of the time that she was around, you know? It yeah. was at the time that we could really wrestle Natalia. That was pretty much it, you know? The rest of it was diva stuff, you know? Nothing against them. Yeah, they yeah. did it all really well. But Beth just didn't fit. Rhea and Beth, perfect. Like I said, I have, a, I have a feeling this is leading to the, to the big War Games match. Maybe. There's a lot of teams that could be in these War Games. Um, like, I, I, I think after Raw, I'm thinking it's going to be three, like, we're just going to get three different teams. Yeah, maybe. Um, I will say Michael Cole's commentary when Dominic slapped, where hit Ray and he was like, someone needs to give this kid a slap. <laughs> Michael Cole was not happy with Dominic Mysterio. No, at not all. at all. Someone um, needs to slap him in the face. Yes. <laughs> he was going far over the line of Dewey. Um, other than that, good violent brawl. I thought the end was great. It's the only way that you could imagine Edge saying I quit. Um, I believed it, you know, like he would say that. I think all of us in that position would say that. Um, and they hit her with the concerto anyway. Perfect. Make Beth Rhea. Don't want a mixed tag. And then and then bl Be uh, Rhea blaming Edge and for Beth being hit by saying you taught us to never give up or something like that. Like yeah, yeah. making it out that it's his fault. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Perfect. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Great match. Yeah. Ticked it. And one of Edge's best since his return. Yes. Probably best since the Seth Rollins stuff, I would say. Uh, Charlotte promo. I've got written here. So she's obviously on her way back soon. And then the main event, Mike Pitt, Rollins versus Riddle. Um, you, miss, you miss the Miz versus Hockey mascot? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I did say Miz. But yeah. Gritty. Gritty got into a fight and then Loomis was there, choked him out. And then <coughs> Gritty and, and Loomis walk off together. <laughs> just... Off into the sun. 
I thought I'd be bored of this Loomis stuff by now, but I'm not. Uh, and Miz yeah. is playing it perfectly as well. Yeah, Miz is great for it right now. Um, yeah, then the fight pit. Um, I mean, it were all right. Yeah. Why was it built? Here's the thing. The fight pit. Why does the fight pit look like the triple cage from WCW? Well, it's just a cage match with a platform, isn't it? For bigger buttons. Yeah. And, and my favourite part of it all is... They go up there and uh, DC's like, well, oh, you can't end up there. You've got to go. You, you've got to come down. Well, why is it? Why is up there exist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't I, use it, why is it there? I mean, Riddle needed the win. Riddle got the win. I wouldn't say it was bad. I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't be bothered if it didn't happen again. Yeah, fair. I think if I'm to com- if I was to compare it to the the other fight pit between Riddle and Thatcher does not compare. Riddle Thatcher was far superior. And even was Ralph, Thatcher Champer as well. And Rollins pulling off the I was RV. just comparing I was just comparing that one because Riddle was in ah, it, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as I say, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was bad, but it's not gonna stick in my head. It's not the most memorable. I'm not gonna go, oh my god, no. you need to see this fight pit match. I don't think Seth, it was the a correct choice for main event. Seth Rollins wearing the R V D because Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice touch. And he definitely, Riddle definitely bust up his tailbone in that last move. Oh, he, he was not happy oh, with that landing, Warren. Not happy, yeah. Not happy at all. But then um, as Riddle goes to leave, they're celebrating. And then the, the moment comes. The lights go out. The fireflies are up. Bray Wyatt starts singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. How bad did you mark out? Oh, my God. I was... this, is, this is, okay, so this is where I woke up, like, out of my sleep and i was just like yeah it's happening yeah real life versions of the funhouse creatures in the crowd the burnt out one that, from the orton match on the on the commentary desk and then uh the fiend whoever it was like at the ringside crowd goes fucking nuts i loved the fire the funhouse sort of cobwebbed and yes I, I enjoyed that yeah loved that and then Monster coming out saying about, I think he was saying, who killed the world? We did or something. There was some bits. I think when you play it back, it's like, no, madam, we killed the world or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was a blurry enough to keep you interested, but you couldn't really make it out at the time. Yeah. And then... Um, yeah, um, Matt, Max, Max Headroom, wait, uh, Bray Wyatt over there going... Bruh, bruh, bruh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, the door and the stage come open and... Lantern come out wearing a mask from what we saw on the TV, and then uh, off it come, and it was Bray Wyatt. Lantern blown out, and bam, there's his mutilated butterfly logo thing. And the, you know, like I have to say, ooh, it'd be in my top five for crowd noise of returns. I think it superseded. Um, wrestling has one more than one royal family at WrestleMania. Just, just exceeded that in terms of like the noise and the and the the hype but i think that's partly because they've built it so well obviously the cody thing we all knew it was happening but there was no pre-build because of obviously contractual obligations yeah so i think that's why this exceeded it because i think everybody knew it was and everybody had already lost their minds and was ready to lose their minds twice as hard as they'd already lost it but it did give me a question that i was asked to pose to you guys of all time What's been your favorite return? What's the one that you marked out the most? Hardy Boys. What, WrestleMania Hardy Boys? 
That that Hardy Boys reaction, man. No, when you marked out, not when the crowd went wild. What's yours? Say, I would still say number one is what you remember when Triple H come back. I was going to say that after his 95 quadruple quad yeah, blowout against. I still against, don't think yeah. I've heard the old, a crowd. The old as 2002 loud as that. return. Yeah, I still don't think I've heard a crowd pop just like that. Closely followed. So, because you've said that, I'll say a different one Undertaker, Biker Taker. With the countdown when Rock was getting his ass handed to him by DX oh, and, the, yeah. and the McMahons, <laughs> and then he came out on yeah. bike, and it because it was like they were doing gongs or something, and then it was like yeah. I'm scared, and then bike yeah, came, and everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. So my old time one is Shawn Michaels coming back after being retired. I'll give you that. That's that. Oh. That pop was pretty bad. So that's why I'm thinking that would be. I'd be in top five because those three like, and Hardy's maybe and Cody. It's tough, like, but I it, still don't think I've ever heard it. Well, I mean, maybe it, even Lesnar coming. Maybe back. Edge. That one. Yeah, yeah like, maybe, maybe Edge. Give, oh, it didn't get a big there. pop because it was fucking horrible NWO. But like Kevin Nash being like, and here's the new member, and then Shawn Michaels popped out, and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I haven't seen him. I think the only reason that I forget that one is because that version of NWO sucked balls. It did, <laughs> but the pop was. Yeah, like but what little, about your personal favorite? Yeah, like the cap, me and the the NWO shirt. And I was like, "Fuck yeah, Joe Michaels is back." What about your personal favorite? So, if Geo's going with the Hardys, what about you? What's your personal favorite then? Well, no, I'm going with the Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay, it's like... personal favorite. So, what about you? Personal favorite. So, I, I would have said the Triple H one, but like you say, you said it, which is why I'd go with the Undertaker one. Just because I remember watching it, I was watching it live. I, and I it remember because that, that period of pay per view. So we had like the WrestleMania when Rock got screwed and Vince turned heel again. And then the next one, Austin come back, even with his broken neck, and just laid everyone out with a chair. And then Taker come back yes. in the next one. And it's like, what is happening? Yep. <laughs> it was a crazy uh, time then. That was, the, that was the judgment day where Shawn Michaels refereed with banana shorts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, he handed the final fall to Triple H because of a DQ yeah, from Baker. Despite the fact that for 20 minutes, <laughs> they'd been about 300 people beating down on The Rock. Yeah. Take him out, leveled the playing field. They're like, I'm, I'm disqualifying The Rock for that one. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Bray Wyatt back, but then that led us into Raw. Uh, DX 25 year reunion. So I've been reading though that the reason for that was because like three of them are pretty much running the company and it was like a final energy yeah. that they could give. Which is I true. Like Talk about long term storytelling. The... <laughs> I do like that all DX is fucking bald now. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? I, I, I did laugh at the beginning with the, the rubber chickens thing because I was watching them like they're going to make cock jokes, like, like penis jokes. It's DX. And I'm too old for that. But then when they were like, who put the cocks in it? I just, I can't help but laugh at DX. It's the way During that, they are, um, at that did you did you both notice the thinly veiled shot at AEW? Yeah. When they went backstage, Triple H said to them, when you're back there, no fighting. Oh. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, but, no, it did make me laugh. It is like the four rubber cocks. And I was just like, why does it still make me laugh? Like, of all the things out of that, that attitude, ever, I still laugh at stupid DX swearing and penis jokes. You know, I was... Yeah. Vince loves car. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading before that the, the tank they came out on was like the actual tank, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently so. Um, but then it led, obviously, to the start of uh, Raw, which Bloodline got things going. Sami Zayn is just 
the greatest thing. Him and Roman right now are my favorite things in wrestling. They're fighting over the word yeet. Yeah, brilliant. And with Riddle, <laughs> and to be fair, making Sammy versus Riddle all about that. I, yeah, let them fight. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, yeah, fighting over the word yeet and the Jay and Sammy <laughs> stuff. Just the whole way it's playing out is, is so good. You know, Solo just sitting there quiet. Jimmy just, you know, getting in. Jay just angry. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. And Sammy's just fitting that perfect, which is weird. Like, because before, if you said Sammy would be a key part of this Samoan fucking bloodline, you'd be like, what? <laughs> but Sammy uh, makes yeah, it. Um, but yeah. Um, Austin Theory versus Johnny Gargano. The fifth yes, loss in a row for Austin Theory. He is Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. But is it just to make us forget that he's money in the bank, do you think? I don't really know what the purpose of it is, to be honest. It is it is confusing. Like, he's just on a downward spiral. It's like 15 defeats in a row. That's a lot. Pretty sure his last win was money in the bank. Yeah. I mean, it's nice for Gargano to get a win. I'm just, I don't, I mean, they're obviously doing it for a reason. Everything now in WWE feels a lot more thought out and structured there's clearly something to it but at the minute it's not it's working and it, i don't understand it you know um yeah. you just can't you can't imagine that that cashing's ever going to succeed like it's to the point where i wouldn't even pop or be surprised if he won because he's lost so much you're expecting that's what's going to happen you know what i mean it would ruin that yeah. cashing so they need to fix it um but yeah um ray versus chad gable yeah. Don't care. Yeah, don't care. Yeah, and all of it. No offense to either of them, but um, wrong winner. Um, because I'm pretty sure. Again, I've brief watched most of Raw. I'm pretty sure Ray won. Yeah, Ray did. She's terrible come choice. Out, um, get slapped. Uh, yeah. Um, it's just leading to Dominic Ray. Just get on with it. Get over with it. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. But Judgment's Day stayed in a ring after it all. Said some shit about Edge, said some shit about Beth, blah, blah, blah. Let's get it to the point. AJ Styles come out. <laughs> yes. Um, said he needed some friends to help him, even if they're not family. Drops to a knee in front of Bala, shakes hands, they hug. Styles says, Isn't, didn't mean you, and bam. The never openweight champion, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, returned. Now, a New Japan active champion was on Raw. And the Forbidden New Japan, Door is open. That is very much, that's huge step for WWE. I don't think people are really understanding because WWE. New Japan are working WWE. with AEW quite close too. And WWE have still obviously made some kind of deal there. And WWE has opened the Forbidden Door. Yeah. And New Japan were tweeting all the Raw stuff. I mean, it's huge. So that's within the space of within the space of a few months. That's a New Japan champion and an Impact champion. Yeah, they're Mickey James at Rumble. I mean that for WWE, that is huge. I don't think people realize just how big a deal that is. By the way, within the span of a year, they've now been on Impact, AEW. WWE and New Japan. Yeah. 
But I'm, glad, I'm glad to year. see him back. And we said here, we knew they would be back. There's no way I thought it was going to be this soon. I was expecting, like, after Survivor Series pop, that Raw, maybe, earliest. They, they, they started the year in that Kenny Omega faction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they and did they their Impact Rising. He did, did say then they went, about Impact, though, didn't he? <laughs> they went over to Impact in New Japan, and now over here. So they, they've done all promotions in one year. And I love them. I, I love did call them. it though. Yeah, it, that was the that was a podcast exclusive from it me. Was. Called it. I think you should make more. But yeah, I, I, was... I am I am making more. I put it in the group chat if you remember. Oh, I went yeah, to talking about Raw. Um, yeah, damage control stuff come out with Bailey and um, yeah, I don't know. Candice got the win with the roll up. Bailey's. I don't know. I think they're going to split up damage control. I don't think it's worked as they want. I don't think they'll they'll last. Um, Maurice backstage, just bam, love Maurice. You think damage turns on Bailey and then they do both? No, I think Bailey just like walks out from them and yeah, I don't think it's worked out as they hoped. It got you know EO and and Dakota back, but I I don't. I don't feel like they've ate too many losses and it's just, I don't know. It just hasn't felt like a faction to me, you know, Bailey needed to win. I think that's what the problem is. Bailey needed that title. 100%. You know, uh, that goes into a roll up candies the next night just isn't going to fix that. You know? um, although they did beat the snot out of Candice and Bianca, to be fair at the end, did actually beat the snot out. Um, then we had Missy's birthday celebration. <laughs> Where Maurice got him two big inflatable balls. Love that. Love, love DX jokes. But it wasn't DX. Um, and then Dexter Loomis was <laughs> under one of the boxes. His head um, beat it with a bat, but Loomis popped up, choked him out. <laughs> Maurice fell into the fucking um, cake. Just yeah, it was it was funny. Always funny that stuff. And Loomis pulled out a knife, popped the balls, and then the crowd started chanting, "Eat the cake." To which Loomis did. Even I was here chanting to eat the cake. Do it. Yeah. Big fun. Uh, match did get made by Road Dog after suggesting Miz versus Loomis. If Miz wins, Loomis is gone forever. If Loomis wins, he gets Miz's stabbed the balls and the WWE contract. What I found funny is afterwards when Miz like, agreed and walked off, Road Dog was like, can I do that? I just did that. <laughs> do you have the power <laughs> to do that? Oh, it was great. Um... You remember during 2K, you remember during COVID when MVP just made himself the deal? Yeah, yeah, he just came in and made us the whole money in the bank the ladder match. You're like, what? But there was no context. We were like, huh? And we were like, is he the GM? And then we were like, I think he is. Um, He just come back in just like all his shots. It was great. Um, Omos squashed. Got the guys. Yeah, Omos things. Um, and then uh, Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins. Bobby Lashley come up, talking big, fighting champion. He's defeated Drew McIntyre, Brock Lesnar, and bam! Brock Lesnar himself really was not expecting that one. Um, no, I, no I, I did think, I, I, to be honest, I didn't think he'd come back eventually. I just didn't think no, it would be here now and this soon. We're, we're finally going to get that at Mania, right? Like, that's going to be... Don't no, 100% that's in Saudi. 
Yeah, that'll be in Saudi, Saudi. And as long as they let them do it proper. The thing is, Lesnar is break glass used for Saudi pop. Yeah. I'm okay with him being that. Saudi money requires Brock Lesnar. Yep. That's 100%. And as long as they let them fight and we get a proper match and, you know, no titles, no nothing, let them go. That's what I was going to say, the fact that they've got no titles um, in there. Even better. Yeah, because... Seth did come out and Lashley had a bust up arm and was all F5'd out. And Rollins court said, called himself a soldier when he's really a disgrace to the country. I mean, anyone that's been in the military, those are fighting words, big man. So the match happened and uh, yeah, got the title off Lashley with a Seth win. Um, bit surprised that Seth got the US title, but it'd be good for the US title and it's good for Seth. And I, that's, get the that's why I Lashley. think he got it. Opens yeah. Lashley up for the for this feud and Seth elevates it even further than Lashley already had. Yep, exactly. Lashley's already done great and now Seth can, can work with maybe some mid-card guys and take it like Cena when Cena had it, you know? Yeah. I would use Rollins' run like that because you could put a whole bunch of new guys and see what works and what doesn't and working with Seth will be huge for them. Yeah. Um, Bray Wyatt mask, hack the feed, revel in what we are. Uh, we'll be on SmackDown. Bray Wyatt is Fox guy. I wonder how US Network. We will see. And then also the big one. Elias. Not Ezekiel. Not Elrod. Elias is back to Raw next week. Yay. Love that. Uh, main event time. Uh, Matt Riddle versus Sami Zayn. Um, yeah, it's going to just be in about the story. Jay obviously not helping Sami at the end what Reigns told him to do, make sure honor use wins. Um, great match, best story in wrestling, and it will be good to see what they do on SmackDown for me. And I think that's mm-hmm. it, you know? And then obviously the DX reunion. Um, Which gave us my favorite commentary line of the year, by the way. Did it? Corey Graves. Yes, so, stepped yes Corey Graves. So everybody's doing the thing. Triple H is, you know... Getting the band doing doing what we what we love them to do, and Road Dogs done his whole, you know, one half of your like former blah 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 tag team champions of the world, the Road Dog Jesse James, and they have that pause so the crowd can chant the badass Billy Gunn, to which Corey Graves, just under his breath, not even like a full like div, like vocalized into the mic, goes, "Yeah, I think the other guys are doing something with office equipment." Yeah. <laughs> and I was done. I was done. I had to pause the highlights, even though it was that close. To the end. I know, nah, I can't. I'm, I need a minute. I were off. Yeah. It yeah, it was very good. Um, yeah, it was good to see them. And I'm hoping, like, uh, they they don't come back. Leave it that. Not not for matches, but like one you know, coming out doing something like that, one off appearances every you know on a on a. On a monumental, like milestone year, cool. Give me it back in five years, and I'll be like, oh, wicked, fantastic. But don't roll them out all the time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, thirty years, sure. You know. Um. Yeah. So and NXT last night, by the way. Um, Sonya Deville. Yes. Sonya Deville it was on NXT. Two nights ago, but I'll give oh, you it. Two nights. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I watched it yesterday. That's why. Um, yeah, Sonia Deville appearing, which I was like, oh, okay, fair. Um, and realigning with yeah, Mandy and the rest of Toxic Attraction. Fire and stuff, but that's about it, really, from NXT. Not great at showing. Uh, 
So are we going to get into our own theories on who these real-life Wyatt puppets are? It was the very next question, now that we've gone through the reviews. And then we'll get on to the AEW sign-in. But yes, who are your Wyatt puppets? Oh, are they going to be a thing? Do you think it was just for the announcement? And we're just no, overthinking I, it? Or do you think it's going to be a whole well, faction? certainly think it's a thing. Uh, I'm going with the same exact people that you had named. I'm going with Wyatt, Gacy, uh, his, the other two guys there. Grizzled and uh, what? The Grizzled Young Vets or whatever it is. Yeah, the Grizzled Young Vets. Schism. Schism. And, uh, and Liv will be Abby since, you know, she's with Bo. Oh, I didn't think of that link, you know. Oh, God, yeah. That's where I was um, like, it makes sense. However, I'm still sticking with yes, 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 but Alexa. I don't think it's Alexa. because. So would you like me to tell you why I think it is? Which sure. titles, which which women's yeah. division titles has Liv Morgan held? It's the SmackDown. And next to Abby the Witch, there was the Raw women's title and the SmackDown women's title. Yeah. And I don't think it was clever product placement. I think it was a subtle hint yeah i do i think it'll be alexa i think it'll be Bo, and yes probably gacy and his crew but i, I don't know if they're ready for that kind of limelight i gacy think can probably no, handle it i think so i think they are ready for uh, for something like that but not as schism like i think they would naturally have made it to a similar sort of level if they remained as the grizzled young veterans I think changing oh, yeah, the, the person that ruins heard, a little bit. The only other her being teased was uh, Waller, and it made Waller because made of the it. shirt. Yeah, that's the only reason they said. Yeah, that. they said it was Corbin because of the tattoos. That I don't think yeah. it's going to be Corbin. Corbin's no, coming Corbin? back as APA two point I don't yeah. think it's APA either. I think he's going to be like JBL two point Oh really? Rich one. Oh, that could work. Yeah. That would work. Corbin, the happy Corbin thing worked quite well when he had money. But no, I still think APA two point like, I, think, I think JBL is going to be like, you got all this money from the casinos. Nah, in the I think he's going to come back with some dude and JBL will make an APA 2.0 because Corbin's perfect for that. He's just a fighter, isn't he? A boxer. Okay, but who would you put with him? Who needs it? I don't know. Shelton. <laughs> um, Shelton and R-Truth are listed internally as a tag team. Oh, wow. Apparently. Show yeah, yeah, that's main event, main event sorted. The golden <laughs> truth. <laughs> the golden truth. So who else? Who's up and coming that could fill Farouk role? Ooh, don't know. It'd probably be some someone we've not heard of or someone quiet on NXT. Yeah, that could. Yeah. yeah, I think someone that could use the rub of Corbin and JBL, but it'd have to be quite a tough dude, fighter dude. Stevenson could, probably could have done it if he wasn't a mess. And not well, yeah. He's hurt. yeah, he's, he's got a really bad heart problem, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's not. Uh, he doesn't sound like he's in a good place, and I would unex. I would not expect to see him. I mean, they can. I, maybe they could use his brother because his brother's over there on NXT. He's a fucking monster. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, right, yeah. Because uh, Cam uh, could do it. There's quite a few actually. That yeah. Okay. So I know that we've got to get to Steve Blackman soon, but yes. I'm going to hit you with this week's 
exclusive. I called the Good Brothers coming back. Yeah, you did. And it was right. And I was like, everyone's like, oh, they're going to New Japan. I went, yeah, but they're coming back to WWE. You, you know, it's happening. Um, Sasha Banks will return very soon. I don't know when, but I think it will be before they go to Saudi Arabia. Darry was like, when I mentioned it to him, he was like, why? They have made far too many references and mentioned her on commentary a few times in the last week or so for them not to be planning something. They've literally been radio silent on Sasha or Naomi since they stripped them of the tag titles when they walked out. We had that nonsense statement, but then it's been nothing. They might as well not have existed. statement where, like, Corey Grace is like, I'm really disappointed in you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Michael Coles made a comment about it. Um, there was another comment made on Raw. I can't remember what the actual comment was, but yeah, they've mentioned her a few too many times for me to not be able to go out there and say, "Incoming exclusive, Sasha Banks will be back," and I think it will be before Saudi Arabia, and I think we might get Sasha versus Belair again. Maybe she'll take it from her, please, please, somebody. Yeah. yeah Anybody? Anyone. Right. AEW signing before I get to... Um, oh, Matt Cardona apparently is wanted back at WWE. Yeah, so is uh, Chelsea. And Chelsea Green. Look, I know. I that Chelsea know. Green doesn't shock me. They've always liked her. Regardless, like, she just couldn't she's stay healthy. She's, got, she's finally got healthy. She's, she's, yeah, you know, and they she's do like her. And yeah. Um, Along with Maria Canellis, uh, Mike Bennett, I am expecting um, Dutch, um, yes. Matt Taven, and Vincent. Yeah. Very, I'm, I'm pleased with that. That's a good tactic. Yeah, you know that's a good signing. That's different. That's uh, that's new. That's fresh. They're decent as well. I I wrestled Dutch back in the day. Dudes up. Big old monster. Uh, well, he, all I can imagine of you yes. wrestling Dutch is Hornswoggle versus Braun yeah. Strowman. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he was under the name Bill Carr. Yes, Bill Carr is, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, AEW, Habsat, uh, Ready, what's her face? This- Mrs. Moxley. Yeah. Mrs. Moxley, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, she's uh, signed, Ms. Moxley signed over there. Um, Fantastic yeah, um, yeah, not surprised at all. I'm surprised it took so long. <laughs> um, I think it's more being like wanting to be a mum rather than be involved and in wrestling. We got Cassie Kelly back. That, yeah, see, I think we won though. Yes. <laughs> no disrespect to, yeah. to Mrs. Love Rally, and I think she is human. exactly what they need. Just do not put her in the broadcast booth. Let her interview and be around. She wasn't a very good commentator. So I hope they don't do that. 100% she's going on commentary and replacing JR, though. You know that, don't you? <laughs> she's happening. Wouldn't very good. Uh, she did shut down, like, you know, um, but she doesn't, she loves both people at WWE and AEW. It's nothing to territorial comments. But yeah. Um, actually, she I've got one. Shit, which I can't see that she will. No, I have one last um, thing before we before I'll allow you to go into your Steve Blackman whirlwind. Oh, um, yeah. right. it's, it's AEW related. Now, the All-Atlantic title 
which was a title for non-Americans. It was a rest of the world championship. Yeah. Pack won it and went all around the world. Yeah. Wrestled in Europe, wrestled, you know, everywhere. Last night, AEW Logic would see them hand it to Orange Cassidy, who, despite the fact that he is billed from wherever, is not a rest of the world. He is very much <laughs> an American man. Yes. And I just yes, think yes. it was silly. I can understand why they wanted to take it off pack. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's the trios champion. One of the Listen, trios champions. Him losing to Orange Cassidy is exactly what made him walk out of WWE for me. He's basically lost yeah. to Enzo again. Yeah. Especially with the current place that Cassidy is. Losing to Cassidy three, four months ago when he was hot and everybody was all for him, I'd have absolutely, yeah. But best friends in Orange Cassidy right now are very, to quote the youth, his, mid. His, his title record or whatever was horrible. Yeah, it's not, it's not, I get, yeah, get it off pack, but yeah, not, not okay. I, like I think Cassidy. if they were going to hand it to an American, um, it should have been a, like an, a monster heel American that was taking it hostage from the rest of the world. You know, done that kind of shtick. Um, and also, uh, FTR's big fucking partner, fucking Sean Spears. Come on. <laughs> Apparently he's a face, I'm guessing, then, yeah? All of a sudden, Spears is just yeah. a face. If you take someone off TV for long enough, you can just pretend that they were a face all along. Oh, is that I how mean, it works? I, <laughs> I get the connection because they were all in the pinnacle or whatever. So it's now the pinnacle feature in Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah, they really fucked the ball on Wardlow. What they need to sign is producers, writers. That's what they need. Desperately. Just do it. And give me more Billy Gunn. <laughs> That's but not Billy Gunn versus Swerve going as long as it did. No. Like, and yeah. And it's just literally was made because Billy's so over and you cemented Swerve as a big old heel. The hatred for Swerve is crazy, though. He is proper booed and is not like. <laughs> right. Time to this. Three Steve Blackman matches. And I actually watched the fourth because Gio told me there were dildos involved. <laughs> that's pretty much how that come about right first one i watched because i was actually watching no mercy 99 i watched draws versus steve blackman which i had no memory of ever happening um and you know what it was it was at the point that moment i realized that steve blackman is irredeemably dull like he had no personality <laughs> at all like zero they tried so hard to make him look like that Dan Seven, Ken Shamrock type of comeback machine. And yes, he works a good match, but Cesaro has more personality. Right uh, it, it reminds me of when they put him in with, when they did the whole Al Snow thing and he did promos where like they went to a nursing home and he was like still being boring dull. And then you just hear kendo sticks whacking and it goes back and you see a bunch of old people on the floor. Yeah. Uh, but one thing I will say, Droz could have been much, much better. Droz was good, but this match was dull. Ending come out of nowhere. I quite liked the ending, but it was dull. It was rubbish. It was a triangle choke. It was uh, Northern Light Suplex was about the biggest move. Uh, who is I mean, Droz's man? Who, who is Droz's manager? 
Albert was his tattooist. Prince no, Albert was his Albert. tattooist. Ah, uh, Droz, he didn't have a manager in this match. He no, came out his manager was Prince Albert, sir. Oh, sorry, Prince Albert. No, <laughs> and he wasn't his manager. He was his tattooist. Thank you. Wasn't even manager. He did his tattoos at the time. So, yeah, but it was a terrible match. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I watched it. I did it. Do you know what I mean? And then I moved on to um, Steve Blackman versus Shane McMahon at SummerSlam. Um, yeah. It was actually really good. And TNA come out and like fucked him up. And, you know, it was the normal, you know, uh, it was for the hardcore title. And it like, um, but it was really good. And then Blackman started fighting out with kendo sticks. Problem was, he had these little tiny kendo sticks, whatever they were. And he'd swing them around. But you could see he was hitting people so gently. That was the problem. You're like, actually, hit them. Hit them, you know? Um, but yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the best. But until they started yeah, climbing Shane, It wasn't. It wasn't a very good match until Shane started to climb up the side of the freaking Titantron. Steve Blackman went up with him and twatted him with a kendo stick. That, and Shane that, fell. And then Steve Blackman slid down about halfway and then jumped on him. And you're like, oh, my God. It was a great finish. And like, it wasn't even really a cover. The ref's just like, they're dead. I need to... You know what my favorite part of that is? Right after that, they go backstage to an interview with Stephanie and, Tri and Triple H. And Stephanie's like, oh, my God, my brother Shane. He's hurt. Oh, my God. And Triple H just goes, no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, a title match later. I don't give a shit. Yeah, He'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> but yeah, again, like, even that, even though, like, having him in the hardcore thing where it's all a bit exciting, it was, it was just... Dull. Steve Blackman was just so dull. I can't believe I shared my birthday with someone. So fucking dull. Um, and then the third one I watched was Ken Shamrock versus uh, Steve Blackman, the Lions Den match, which was yeah. Lions Den is an octagon. I am disappointed in you. Why? You should have done Iron Circle. No, the Lions Den one. I hadn't really watched that for ages. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and it, it was easily forgettable. There's a reason I haven't watched it for ages. Um, yeah, I actually had this pay-per-view on VHS. SummerSlam 99, I actually had the video. Um, the thing was, it was a really good pay-per-view. It had like a triple threat match, I think it was Triple H, Mankind and Austin. And Rock was Billy Gunn in a Kiss My Ass match. And, you know, there was... You know, I think Jesse Ventura was the ref of the triple threat. And you're he like, was. You know? Because he was he was the governor at the time. And then there was this, and it just was like, it was just a bit shit, because the refs were like standing around on top of the octagon. Yeah, nah, that, <laughs> the Shane McMahon test match was like match of the night of that paper. And our, our Snow Boss Man for the hardcore title was actually pretty good too. And there was that yes, awkward promo Road with Dog Jericho on, and Road Dog. Road Dog on comment, doing commentary through the whole thing, because he's like, He's got like a wireless mic and he's just following them around the bar and stuff. But he's like, I'll take two shots. Uh, the other one's for you, JR. Yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, Steve Blackman. And then, of course, Geo added, because I fooled down a rabbit hole. <laughs> there was a match, Steve Blackman versus Val Venus. And Val Venus replaced Steve Blackman's weapon bag that he would bring everywhere with dildos. <laughs> Greatest. One of the and it just confirmed to me that I don't want to be anywhere near the Attitude Era ever again. But yeah, Steve yes, Blackman, you know... Yeah, go on. 
it just screams out of tune ever like Jerry Lawler's on counter going, Whoa, what type of toys were in his bag last week? Yeah, but the uh, thing is, Steve Blackman could put on a good match. I wouldn't even say the matches were, he was just so dull. He didn't care. Like, he just didn't care. There's nothing about him. Like, he couldn't talk. You know, okay, the tag team with Al Snow was pretty good when they beat up Chester McCheeserton. I was really upset with them. Um, you know, but that was about the highlight of it, and that's because Al Snow had personality. But um, no, Steve Blackman, you can, you can celebrate on the 29th of September. As you know, I, I love myself a bit of uh, pre sleep TikTok, Darry. And it's interesting that a couple of days ago, I actually scrolling through TikTok and got a TikTok related to Steve Blackman. Did you? Um, yeah, so it was a backstage, it was a taking the piss of a backstage, backstage, I can't get words out, segment featuring Steve Blackman and Trish Stratus. Um, so Steve Blackman's in his, in, in the, what I assume was meant to be the locker room, but it was absolutely not a locker room. It looked like some kind of weird, like, erotic sex dungeon. And he's working out, he's, you know, he's doing his shadow boxing and this and the other, and Trish comes in. He's like, oh, I've got to get changed. And um, then she goes behind, you know, one of them, them weird screens that they had where you got the silhouette coming through. So she's behind one of them, and she's like, oh, I'm stuck, can you help me? So Steve Blackman goes behind, but he carries a kendo stick everywhere, doesn't he? Because yeah, it's yeah. Steve Blackman, why wouldn't he have a kendo stick? Um, and then the shadow, he, she's like, oh, my God, it's so big. Why is it so hard oh, about his kendo stick? Um, he's obviously still not spoken or done anything of note because he is literally a cyborg. Um, anyway, in, in sweeps, in sweeps uh, Grandmaster Sexy doing his weird little Grandmaster Sexy walk um, sees all this going on. Obviously, can't. I mean, it's obviously only just us as the audience that realise that that's not actually his penis. It's a fucking two-meter kendo stick, um, and he's rubbing his eyes and pulling all these faces, because obviously Steve Blackman's got his penis out for Trish Stratus. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was uh, probably um, the highlight of Steve Blackman's career. Probably was. This, it was and wasn't this the matches is, this, I watched. This is, why, <laughs> this is why when we do these reviews, I avoid saying WWF half the time, because I'm just going to get stuck with something from the Attitude Era. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so how do we do the next one? Um, I ah. enjoyed watching. What should we do? Um, I have to think. We'll just give Geo a pay per view. Oh, and fun. Demo can get creative. Uh, you can have. I will have a think. Yeah, I will Until have a think and get back to you within twenty four hours. Do you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna have Demo stop the list this time. Okay. Pay per view. That's what we'll do. Right, I got my years up from 1985 to 2022 WWE pay per view. Right, I'm scrolling. Say stop when you're ready, sir. Stop. 2007. Oh, oh no! God, you're gonna get some great Carly nonsense. <laughs> right, no. here we go. Oh, look at some of these main events. There's a lot of Lashley. There's great Carly. Oh. Right, say stop. Oh. I'm scrolling. Let's go. Stop. Backlash. Oh, God. Hold 2007. on. 2007. Actually, what am I... probably one of the best endings to a Fatal 4-Way ever. Let me see what I'm working with here. Not very much, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what's boy. in this. Right. Let's get the card Ooh. up. So. Oh, boy. 
Hardy's <laughs> versus Caden, uh, Murdoch and Cade. Um, oh I actually really like that. I just seen the one match. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. it's coming. <laughs> uh, for the, the every match was a title match except for the pre-show, which was Carlito versus Johnny <laughs> Nitro. Uh, women's championship match: Melina versus Mickey James. Uh, the US title between Benoit and MVP, who MVP actually pays quite for his career, saying working with Benoit was some of his best stuff. Then <laughs> the ECW World Championship: Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, and Umaga versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Uh, last man standing match between Taker and Batista, and then the fatal four way for the WWE Championship of Cena, Orton, Edge, and Shawn Michaels. Oh, there's some good and there's some <laughs> real bad. Okay, I love this. Oh, I love this. Yeah, some uh, Durag Vince. I'm just going to say it's Durag Vince. Durag Vince. Uh, oh, that was horrible, wasn't it? That was just him taking the piss out of ECW, wasn't it? That's all that was. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's literally all it was. Um, well, yeah, because, okay, look, the following week, like, he's holding up the ECW title at the ECW, like, it was a, it was like the ECW weekly show or whatever, and, like, they show him coming out backstage with the title, and all the ECW originals are lined up, and he just shits on all of them before, that's just the whole segment, like, he's just like, uh, go back to Saudi Arabia, Sabu, ha 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 ha, Sam, man, have another drink, like, he just, Really shitty. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, none of it's good. But there is some good because like the Kane and Murdoch, really good tag team. Like they were very good, and their feud with the Hardy is pretty good. Molina versus Mickey James is whatever. The MVP Benoit stuff was pretty good. Yeah, there's some good, but there's definitely some bad in there. Uh, Good lord. Well, there you go. Enjoyed Backlash 2007 while Demo gets creative and tries to think of what we do next. Fiend mm -hmm. is live on SmackDown on Friday, so my kids best to fall asleep before one o'clock. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, until then, I will see you all next week.